Hey, you're such a bad boy. I, wow. I like I like being treated like garbage. Weisenheimer's Podcast. Weisenheimer's Podcast. Hi, I'm Monty, and I'm Weisenheimer. I'm Cullen, and I'm Weisenheimer. I'm Teresa. I'm a Weisenheimer. And uh, to uh, this episode tonight, uh, we welcome a Nebraska comedy legend, Brad Stewart, to the program. <laughs> Thanks so much. Hey, how's it going? Hey. I, I didn't want to give you the. I'm not an official Weisenheimer. No, I, no, but you've you <laughs> you come from Weisenheimer stock. I didn't want to I didn't yeah. want to do the comedy thing of my good friend. Like whenever somebody says yeah. my good friend when introducing somebody, you're like that person doesn't know that person. Yeah, That's, they don't really. Yeah. That is for sure. <laughs> Brad, you're you're a stand up. Uh, you correct. are the host, the producer of Zularius at the Zoo Bar in Lincoln. Sunday nights. Uh, you just celebrated. Has it been five years? Is that five right? years? Yep, that five is... years this past May. Yeah, that wow. is absolutely nuts. That's awesome. For for uh, for a Nebraska comedy show, that's amazing, <laughs> right? And it's weekly. Yeah, <laughs> every oh, wow. Sunday. Yeah, weekly with actual comedians who uh, are actually uh, making uh, uh, livings. Comedians. Yeah, actual yeah. comedians making comedy. <laughs> <laughs> for the that, most part yeah that it's fantastic uh so i'm really excited <laughs> to have you on uh i i will say uh i met brad because uh founding member uh jen smedley said i have this friend who moved from la uh back home named brad stewart mont you got to meet brad stewart you guys are gonna get along great and and for the five or ten minutes that we've spent in the same room since then we get along yeah. great <laughs> Absolutely. We've hung out more than that. It's been at least 15 minutes altogether. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 20, 25, 30. I mean, some of it's just been on stage, yeah. so that doesn't count. Uh, What's Jen been up to? I wonder if she, is she having any success lately? <laughs> uh, Smet, I think she's still selling advertising, uh, yeah. isn't she? <laughs> The LA LA Weekly handout for yeah. uh, it's hard to make it out there though, it is. so you it know. Is. It yeah, is. bless her heart, she's trying. Yeah, she's I mean, trying. she's a Nebraska eight, so what are you gonna do? Something's gonna work out for her. Yeah, I someday. Hope she'll, she she'll yeah. If she just keeps her nose to the grindstone, it'll pay off. I'm sure. <laughs> yep. I was like, I wanted to say she just makes some videos and put them online. I bet that could really take off. For her. Yeah, you know, just like you know, like real true <laughs> stuff, like, like you know, from what she's dealing with on the or day like a to podcast. Day. Like yeah. a podcast, but uh, on video, uh, like a video podcast. Yeah, yes, success. Yeah. Yeah. The podcast. God, does, wait a minute. I just realized. Does that mean Jen Smedley's a vlogger? Oh my god. I, I guess so. Yeah. 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 How millennial of her. Jesus, I didn't even. It's a real job. There you go. Uh, Brad, when when did you get into comedy? Uh, I don't know. My. Like started performing or just got into it? Well, uh, like, I, <laughs> I guess both. When did you start deciding okay, to be? Well, let's start with when did you decide to be funny? Of repeating jokes was watching um, Bob and Crazy Guy sketch on SNL with Steve Martin. My brother and I used to do that bit together. Wild and crazy guys. <laughs> and, and Steve Martin just became my my idol. And to this day, The Jerk is still my favorite comedy film of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I remember just soaking up his stand-up. And then, you know, growing up in the 80s and early 90s, the stand-up was on TV so much. And I just, like, yeah. I studied it. You know, because I, I would want to repeat the bits, but I would want to repeat them exactly how they were so I would nail it, you know? So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I just always, you know, I always gravitated towards comedy. I was a theater major at UNL um, before I moved to L.A. And I moved to L.A. really to sincerely try to be an actor. Um, and then I entered a comedy contest, wrote up a quick five-minute set. And I ended up winning this comedy contest out of, like, you know, a couple hundred people. And I got, like, 500 bucks, which I used all of that to register my car in California. <laughs> but uh, after that, was, I was like, that. I'm addicted. This is all I want to do now. I just want to do stand-up. I mean, I, st- I still take acting auditions and stuff, but I was always like, that's just... Uh, 
not as fun. <laughs> so I like being in control of what I was going to say, what I was going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so as a, a an actor in Los Angeles, what was your favorite restaurant that you worked at? <laughs> uh, so, uh, mostly uh, probably Canale Cafe at Venice Beach which is not even there anymore my friend was the owner that was my last way to table shop too so I, my, I say it's my favorite because my friend worked there mm-hmm. but uh, she actually fired me because I, I had a bad attitude <laughs> <laughs> it was like my, it was, I was entering my 17th year of waiting tables you're not, that's a job you don't, you're not supposed to do for two decades <laughs> right yeah. right that is uh, that is pretty tough. I, I mean, like I understood. I just couldn't take it anymore. And she's like, you know, I think I'm going to have to let you go. I'm like, I think that's probably a good idea. You want to get a drink later? She's like, sure. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, Brad, you, I don't know anything about you. So, you are originally okay. from Nebraska. Originally from Nebraska. Uh-huh, and then yeah, you. Was... Well, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then you moved. In... Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then you moved. Where was your first big move? Did you say you moved uh, well, to Kansas? No, uh, we stayed in Nebraska for the most part. My dad was a school superintendent, and he like he just likes small towns. So, because he was born in Lincoln, and my dad finished up school and uh, and then moved to, around to different small towns. We lived in Bruning, which is a little village like near the Kansas border, like like forty five miles south of York. And I was there until fifth grade, and went to Iowa for one year in Shelby, Iowa, which is in part from Omaha. My dad missed Nebraska so much, he moved back to Wood River. And then the summer before my junior year, we moved to Arapahoe out in western Nebraska, where I graduated from, and then ran away from immediately back to Lincoln. <laughs> and when did you move to California? In 1995, two weeks after I turned 21. And and and, and it was to become, it was to pursue acting and that whole thing yeah, yeah? Mm-hmm. i was a theater major at unl and i'd done a couple made stage plays and i was like i don't really want to teach theater because that was what i was going for for my parents basically mm-hmm. i was like i'm 21 now i'm heading out to la so <laughs> and how long were you in la for 17 years from 1995 to 2012 wow that's a, that's a pretty good run that was great yeah, yeah. <laughs> why did you come back uh, my dad was sick. My dad had oh. ALS, so I came back oh. to help take care of him. Um, I just kind of fell in love with being in the Midwest again and being able to afford my apartment and not struggling. <laughs> yeah. And then I could do uh, comedy on the road from here. I mean, Nebraska is so centrally located. And with the, with, you know, with the Internet and everything we have, we're so connected now. I don't think it's that important to move to the coast as much as it used to be. Right. There's so many things you can do on your own in other places. Yeah, that is. Uh, I, I I think that's a, I think that's a, that's a very good point. Like you, I think if you're talented now, the 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 idea that you have to go suffer on the West Coast isn't necessarily right. uh, as much. If you're talented, you go. I mean, people go viral and get shots all. I the mean, time, you, right? you look at like oh, what Kristen Hensley and Jen did. They could have done that from Lincoln. Uh, yeah, the same success. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, they they wouldn't have had that nice uh, southern or uh, 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 sunny Southern California backdrop for the first uh, right through uh, <laughs> yeah. year of videos. But uh, other than that, yeah. Uh, well, and I, she and you know, yeah. I mean, it. Yes. Um, um, what is one of your? I'm changing the subject. I'm sorry. No problem. Um, <laughs> um, oh, what? Well, here she goes. Um, so what do you have a, any crazy stories like um, anything that you are like, yeah, that's cool. I'll, I'll tell I'll be able to tell everybody this story. I met this person or there was this time that I, you know, nearly died or not an embarrassing story, but just a, a wild and crazy story that may be unbelievable. Well, one of my favorite stories is when I, I was the favorite opening act with Joan Rivers for three years. Oh, awesome. And um, and she was just a, just amazing to work with, and it was like one of the best experiences of my life. It was just a really valid, a good validation for me. It was around 2010. I've been out in L.A. for a while. I was struggling. I you know I wasn't having any major breaks, and then that kind of fell into my lap. A girl I was dating, she was an agent for Joan, one of Joan Rivers' agents, and uh, Joan needed an opener at the last minute. 
And so they saw my clip and they hired me and then they just kept hiring me for more and more shows. And every show I did with her always went really good and she was always very supportive and she came on right after me and patted me on the back. Except for, we were in Atlantic City at the Atlantic City Hilton Casino and uh, it was terrible. The audience hated me. There was probably like 1,500 people in there. They all seemed to hate me. Especially this guy and his wife in the front row who were heckling me the whole time and I was, you know, I was supposed to do 25 minutes and I did but I was like 15 minutes into my set and this guy's wife is looking at her watch going, are you done? Are you done? Uh, and I wanted to say, is that what you say to your alcoholic husband when he's on top of you? <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't say that because I thought of it like three hours later in my hotel room. So, yeah. Um, but I just went through this bad downward spiral. The guy was really horrible to me. I got done with my 25 minutes and I'm walking off the step stage really dejected. And Joan looks at me and she just looks pissed off. And my first thought was because I didn't do my job. I didn't warm him up. She's mad at me. I just bombed in front of the comedy legend. My career is over. I'm a piece of shit. Just this every horrible thing you could think about yourself. But then she was. I realized she wasn't mad at me at all quickly because she went out there and the guy and his wife started trying to, try to talk to her. And she goes, okay, you've obviously had too much to drink. Let me see you drink. And the guy in the front row proudly hands up this full drink to her. She grabs it out of his hand, throws a drink in his face, throws the cup at his head. It's a security. I want this fuck right where I'm by the way. Oh, yeah. Yes, you can. Yes, oh, yeah. you can. Oh, yes, yeah, you can. absolutely. Yep. Security, I want this fucker out of here. I'm fucking serious. I've been fucking ruining the whole fucking show, and I don't fucking care. Get him the fuck out of here. And the security is like going, uh, the guy was like a high roller in the club. He had a big like, fucking Stetson cap on. Like, cowboy hat in Atlantic City. Um, <laughs> so the security didn't know what to do, because this guy's like a high roller. So then she goes, okay, how about this? I'm going to walk off the stage, and I'm not coming back till he's fucking gone. Walked off the stage. Oh my security God. had no choice to take this guy and his mean wife out of the showroom, and then she finally comes back, and the audience just goes crazy. Oh my God! Wow, that's amazing. She walked back to the side of the stage, and my niece was back there. I was actually, I actually heard about this story from my niece, and then from uh, from her assistant, because I was out behind the theater smoking a cigarette, thinking what I needed to do. What's my life that I just wasted? <laughs> but my niece said, Joan walked to the side of the stage, looked at her, and goes, Yeah, that guy's a douchebag. <laughs> oh. That's amazing. So that, was the, that was like the, the best last worst experience I've ever had in comedy. <laughs> yeah, quite a roller coaster. <laughs> I've, uh, wow, that's I, awesome. I, I know that this happened to me when I was doing stand-up, and I didn't survive it. And I know a couple of other friends that I uh, have done that have done stand-up. When you have that show that makes you just want to get into your car and drive home, you know what I mean? Yeah. No matter where you're at. Uh, I was doing a I was doing a gig and I was like 19 or whatever and I did this gig at a bar it was a biker bar and they hated all of my fucking uh <laughs> I was doing Dole Kemp jokes in 96 and obviously did not read the room correctly, did not have enough dick jokes available. Uh, and I like I got done with that thing. I didn't even get paid. I was like <laughs> the opener that uh, a friend of mine, you know, lined this up for us. I was the opener. I did exactly my time, got off stage, got into my car. I would have driven home to my mom and dad's house, but I didn't have enough gas. So I had to go back to my dorm room. But I was like, oh, fuck all of this, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? That, that I think that obviously this one was was pretty close. But how do you how do you get back up after that? Because obviously for doing stand up as long as you have, you've had those nights and you've 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 pushed past. Yeah. Well, uh, um I just, I handle a lot better now than I used to. I mean, when I started out, like, just when I lived in L.A., I was surprised I didn't, I wasn't killed. Because, <laughs> I mean, I would do, I would, like, would do a show, like, in Santa Monica, and, like, it like, was a really bad show in Santa Monica one time. And, I, and, uh, and a friend had driven me there, so I didn't have a car, and I was just so pissed off that I walked literally, like, 20 miles back to my friend's apartment <laughs> through some of the worst neighborhoods ever. But just me just pissed off Rand and raving about my set and myself by myself. I think even like criminals saw me and go, oh, they don't want to mess with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he seems unstable. <laughs> you're, just, you're just like that homeless guy talking to himself. And then they didn't, yeah. they didn't laugh at my button. Yeah. That was a good button. I know that's good. That's well-crafted. That <laughs> <laughs> always kills. It kills. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know. 
They don't even fucking know. Oh, I love it. Uh, well, uh, now I let it roll. It still bothers me, of course, but uh, it, it, I just let it roll off of me now. But it doesn't happen that often because I'm really good. So that's, <laughs> that's nice. Yes. Nice. There you go. There you go. That is absolutely <laughs> correct. Well, uh, well, uh, Brad, uh, now that we know how fucking cool you are, now is, now is the, the meat of this podcast where we ask you to tell us about a time that you were not fucking cool. You were very not yeah. cool. We want to know not your most embarrassing story, not a confession on tape of a true crime, uh, but right. if you could tell us uh, a time in your life when uh, you did something and when you think about it now, your sphincter still puckers, you still get kind of a cold sweat. That, that embarrassment is still raw and, yeah. and there with you. Tell, tell us something really, really embarrassing, if you don't mind. All right. Well, it was when I was 13, and I was living in Wood River, and uh, everything you brought up Darren Boudreaux, that you graduated college with Darren Boudreaux, because uh, I was a hopeless romantic when I was a kid, but like to the point of like too much, like I just didn't know when too much too soon meant. Like if I had a crush on a girl, I would do the whole mixtape thing and write poems to her and write love letters and just just overkill it and then ruin the whole thing. Like with Darren Boudreaux, one time I had him help me write a song for a girl I had a crush on named Kara. And oh, that should be the most embarrassing part, but it's not. That's not even the story I'm going to tell you. But <laughs> <laughs> the song was there like, Tara, Tara, look into my eyes. <laughs> um, wow. But, but Darren did a good job on the piano part. But, yeah. Um, there was a girl in my class that I had a, a gigantic crush on, and uh, and she knew it, and she didn't want to have anything to do with me. So I thought the best thing for me to do here is to make her a mixtape and write her some love letters and write her a poem. And uh, that she just ignored me even more after that. And then one day, me and some a couple friends of mine were out of her house. I can remember what we were going to do, but I came in and her mom was there. And her mom goes, "Wait, is that is that the kid that wrote you that poem? That was hilarious. Go get that." And her mom, she, she went and got it, and her mom read it in front of everyone. Oh my god! And I was humiliated. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, my god. Cause this is and I pre- told that story on stage and used her name, but because <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's been you know, yeah. thirty years. I should probably be over it, but uh, well, no. you know, she's still a bitch. <laughs> wow, and her mom did worse for doing that. Oh my god, what? this is pre live journal. These this po <laughs> these poems were meant to be personal. And I'm not sure it was terrible poem. I don't remember. I don't remember how the poem went. You know, just. <laughs> What was the mom's name? You got name? eyes like the bluest skies. <laughs> <laughs> what was the mom's name? Oh, I don't even remember her mom's name. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's progress. That's yeah, progress. Yeah, it's just uh, Mrs. Boner Killer, I think was her name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the girl's name was Tammy, but I can't remember what her mom's name was. Oh, my God. But I just well, called her cold-hearted yeah. bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. I've... I've known a few Tammies. <laughs> I have known a few Tammies. I'm my current girlfriend now, who I plan on marrying, is named Tammy. But this Tammy had an eye. This Tammy, I'm bum, bum, bum. maybe that makes. Oh yeah, Tammies oh. with eyes—they're trouble. Yeah. No, Tammies. Yeah. Now, now Tammy's we've we, now we've also unlocked something here. I love my <laughs> girlfriend, and I'm going to make her my wife. Her name is Tammy too. <laughs> So. <laughs> interesting interesting yeah. very interesting yeah. <laughs> oh shit now i gotta now i gotta tell current tammy not to listen to this podcast yeah uh, hey did you do that podcast with those fuck-ups uh nope nope, nope, nope. i didn't no nope. no i wised up i did not do that fell through fell yeah. through when i do propose i just won't read any poetry for <laughs> right. have her See, mom do it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Save that for the vows, Brad. Save that for the vows. <laughs> oh my lord! Uh, well, uh, I love this because this is some straight-up middle school angst here that you're dealing with, and this is this is really what this podcast was uh, was founded on is helping yeah. people get out of this. So, Brad, you had you had that Boudreaux fellow help you write a song for Tara, but not Tammy. But no, not for not Tammy. Oh. I, I, I figured I, I won't write her a poem. I'll write her a song. I was trying to like step, step up my game. I thought that would help me more. 
Was, so, yeah, was the song after this poem? It was, yeah. Oh so God. I didn't learn my lesson at all. I wow. just doubled down. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. Does not learn <laughs> lesson. shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I took the, the, the Tara girl I went on a date with, and I took her to um, this place in Grand Island. That, uh, what was it called? Uh so it's not there anymore, but it used to be, it was a dinner theater. And, you know, I've always been into theater and plays and live performance. And I took her to this, and I had the best time of my life watching the show, and she could have been more bored. I, just, I was like, you know, I'm very sentimental, so I was, like, saving the program. She was saving, like, the coaster that had the name um, of the theater on it. And she oh could care less. And that's when I started to have a turnaround, though. I was like, okay, you know what? I don't like her anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, <right>. yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you still have the scrapbook with all of uh, your poems and stuff in here? Is this something that we can look forward to you releasing at some point? <laughs> I don't know. I have a uh, uh, a little box that I had saved, like a little shoe box I had saved with a bunch of that stuff in there. But I haven't gone over in years and years. So, a lot of those little folded notes, yeah. you know, like they're like mm-hmm. folded like the perfect little triangle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the football fold. Yeah, it was the. Pic- oh, oh, the it's the, a Piccadilly, the by the way. Brad. The last time that happened, <laughs> a pic- yeah, Piccadilly Dinner Theater. Yeah, yeah thanks. That was it. Um, uh, thanks, thanks, when Google. I to, uh, <laughs> when I moved to Arapahoe, I was still in that. I, I was a new guy. The new kid, because I moved right before the summer, the summer before my junior year, so I was the new kid. So that I had a little clout that way. Um, and the cutest girl in my class, out of the five girls that were in my class. <laughs> uh, her and I were dating, whatever you want to call that. And I had written her a bunch of love letters and stuff, too. And then she dumped me for the other new kid who was, I was the superintendent's kid. The other new kid was the Methodist minister's kid. And she dumped me for him. And it took me years to get over that. But they're married now. So I consider him like Kevin Bannister from High Fidelity. And if you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, that wasn't me. That was fate. I'm still married. They're happily married. Like, yeah. <laughs> now, have you written any poems or songs for your current Tammy? I <laughs> know I haven't. I learned my lesson. I want to stay with her. <laughs> <laughs> He's learned. It took so him it took years. a minute. It took a <laughs> he minute. Learned. But it, yeah, the pasta yeah. finally stuck yeah. to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Al dente. Uh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Was it like just an A-B sort of rhyme scheme? Were you into some like serious couplets? What was going on there? I am like an A-B rhyme scheme. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Was it like a dirty limerick? Or? It was very heavily influenced by 80s glam rock ballads. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I mean. But, Love letters in the sand. Yeah. But let's, let, us, let us be honest. I remember. That you. is how you get a Tammy. Yeah. So, come on. Mm-hmm. That's. Mm-hmm. That's a, an, a Wood River Tammy is definitely going to fall for that. That is definitely what's going to hit. Uh, I, do you guys have any more questions? I think I'm. I think I'm good. Okay. Uh, uh, Colin, right. do you? Colin, uh, do you yeah, I'm it? good. I'm just thinking because uh, it's almost kind of like we're kind of uh, cut from the same small town cloth <laughs> as far yeah. as you know what you you know you, you you do the poems or or I can remember this one time um, I was dating this girl from Missouri Valley and uh, Warrant had a song that was uh, was called I Saw Red. Oh, and, I know uh, that one. And, and it was it, the, the the opening lyrics were like, "Ooh, it must be magic! How inside your eyes I see my destiny. Every time we kiss, I feel you love so deep inside of me. And if the moon and stars should fall, they'd be easy to replace. I would lift you up to heaven, and then I would take your place." And I remember sitting in the car playing that for her, and then having to turn it off after that because the rest of the song is about how she cheated on him, and yeah. then he and then he saw red. Uh, right. So. So that was yeah, that was my move too. Is like, babe, this song is about us, and I just play like yeah. the good stuff, and then I turn it down before the cheating starts. <laughs> Guys, yeah, when, yeah. I did, when I did mixtapes, yeah, I just heaven. I just led with the divinals. I touch myself, and that was pretty much all I needed to do. That's yeah, that's that's classic mixtape first yep. song right out the gate. You hit uh-huh. him, you hit him with that, and then they're like, well, shit. 
I can't wait to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but enough about Louis C.K.'s first album. Um, yeah. All right, I think we've I think we've got enough. Uh, so, Brad, uh, here's the thing: we're going to improvise a story, uh, a retelling of that to uh, t- to show you how this this could have been worse. But uh, first question okay. is: uh, Do you want to participate, or do you just want to sit back and, and and watch and listen, or listen? I'll participate. Awesome. Do nice. You, do you want to play yourself, or do you want one of the Weisenheimers to play you, and you can play uh, other people in the in the in the story? Well, I don't know what you think. <laughs> I think it might be kind of fun to hear somebody else play me. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, the other big question is. Uh, if someone else is playing you uh, between Monty, Cullen, and the best person, Teresa, uh, who would you like uh, to play you? I think it has to be Cullen after that I saw Red rendition. Thank you. Yes. As long as it's not me, because I'm not great. Okay. All right. So Cullen's playing Brad. Um, Brad, when uh, when you feel you can uh, add to this uh, story as as another character, you just uh, jump in. Classic improv. Okay. Uh, But here it is. Uh, your story. <clears throat> I just uh, just gotta get my journal out here real quick, and I just got some I got some feelings that I gotta jot down. Hey, Brad, I'm uh, I'm heading to the school board meeting. Uh, oh, hey, Dad. Yeah, did going? you? I'm just, uh, I'm just journaling. Okay. You know, just get get my feelings out there on the paper. That's good. Because uh, it 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 helps me process. I got a lot. I'm 13. So yeah. I got a lot. I got a big range of emotions that I'm dealing with here. I understand. Uh, I understand. Well, you uh, you do that. Mom's left some hot pockets out for you. Hope. Uh, Hope to see you later. It's the pepperoni kind that you like, dear. The oh, pepperoni thanks, Mom. hot pockets. Do not Thank coddle you. him. Do not coddle I, him. He's a sensitive boy. He needs to be coddled. Are you are you going too, Mom? You're you're going? Do you want I'm, me to stay, dear? Dear, do you want me to stay? Are the are the are the hot pockets cut up already, or do I do I, I have to take them out of their sleeve, or what's no, the situation no. with the hot pockets? They're all cooked and all cut up. Now they may be a little warm. Do you want me to stay and and blow on them for you? No, I think okay. I can blow on my own hot pocket. Thanks. <laughs> okay, dear. Okay, well you just let me know if you if you want me to because I'd love to. Come on. Oh, uh, you better get out to you better get out to the Model T, Mom. Dad's All right. talking again. All right, dear, I love you. I love you too, Mom. Uh, oh, dear Tammy, if you were in the WWE, you'd win a Slammy. Your your, your name. Ends in why I get lost in the deep pools that are your eyes. Oh man, that's awesome. That's good. That's getting. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. I need to write that down. Okay, let's see. All right, so I got my, I got my ninety-minute memorax. Uh, fast forwarded and rewound to stretch it out so it takes the songs better. Uh, so I got my 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 list of songs. Uh, yeah, B- Boudreaux. My buddy Boudreaux said uh, I should start with the divinals that touch myself, but I think that's more of a like a closer, uh, you know. So I'm going with like uh, uh, like you know, simple minds. Don't you forget about me, you know, because it's you know, it's it's the Breakfast Club song. Cut so to, cut to the next morning. <laughs> Brad and Darren walking to school, dude. Yeah. Boudreaux. Yeah. I totally I totally yeah. rock this rock this mixtape, man. Okay. Tammy I, is is gonna is gonna her her training bra is gonna just 
Oops. It's gonna be in, it's gonna be in it on it on the back of my bike. I'm oh, gonna have okay. it wrapped around my seat. Oh boy, I I don't. You know what? I don't I don't know if I don't know if uh, I don't uh, I don't know if I don't know if uh, ta- 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 Tammy will want that. Actually, uh, uh, I think I think I dude, think- she looks at me every every day in science class. She's staring a hole. I can feel her staring right right into my head, um, like the back of my head. She's staring. Yeah, uh, you know, Brad Brad Brad, Brad you. you you sit in the front row. You sit in the yeah. front row, right, right, right in front of Mister. Uh, but she's she's looking at me, man. We're soulmates. Oh, oh, I can oh. feel it. Hey, what's up, cookies? What are you guys talking about? Oh, hey, about Tammy. Hey, hey, that girl sucks, man. But I'm gonna go out with her on Friday. She said yes. Oh, that's great, Scott. Oh, that's cool, Scott. Uh, you know, I mean, you're you're a quarterback and all, uh, being that we're in Wood River. Uh, you know, you can throw a football and such, but you know, I can I can throw a touchdown pass with my words. <laughs> right. Sure. You can't even tackle anybody. I don't know what you're Scott, talking about. Scott's got those really big hands, though, and in seventh grade, that's what a lot of girls are into. <laughs> Yeah, stinky finger Scott is what we call him. <laughs> Damn right. Oh well. Oh hi. Oh hi. Worship me. Oh hi. Oh, hi, fellas. How how are you doing? What's going on here? Oh, this- sup? Hey, t- hey, Tammy. Uh, me and me hi. and me and uh, and Darren and uh, I guess by association Scott. Scott. Uh, hi, Scott. Yeah. How are your fingers? Don't you have practice, Scott? Don't you have football practice, Scott? Yeah, shouldn't you be watching yeah. tape or something? Most important thing in my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think this. I think you got a future in this football time. thing. Do you need help, Scott? Hey, Scott. Do you need help with anything? Hey, hey no, I'm good. Oh, okay. Hey, 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 hey Tammy. Stop me. I'm fine. Oh, okay. You know, oh. I said I'll pick you up on Friday. I'll pick you up on Friday. All right. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Scott, you're bad boy. You're such a bad boy. I, wow. I like I like being treated like garbage. <laughs> he's gonna oh. he's gonna pick you up on the handlebars of your BMX because we're 13. Uh, we can't okay, drive. Bye, Scott. We, we can't drive until 14 because when we can get our farm permits. Anyway, we're out in the country though. We yeah, can. I, I drive. I drive. I like to drive. I like to drive poetry. Oh, that, that's yeah. Well, I got a golf cart because that's what we do. Um, look, speaking of fingering, I got to go practice my um, saxophone. So I'm going to go do that now. Um, and I'll let you guys uh, talk. Hey, Ta- hey, Ta- uh, uh, hey, Tammy. Hey, Brad. Uh, how's it going? I'm sorry. I'm shouting. Uh, You're, feel, it's really loud. I just have all these emotions inside of me, Tammy, that I just I just want to put in on paper. I just want to put all my emotions on paper and then fold it up into a triangle and stuff the end in the flap and then flick it over to you across the lunch table. I made um, you this mixtape. Uh, oh. I made you this, this mixtape, and I went ahead and I it's side A, and I went ahead and rewound it, uh, oh. and I and I and I was able to fit all the songs on the uh, perforated fold out insert on the cover. Oh, uh, it's, it's it's a Memorex, so yeah, yeah they come this, in like a six pack, so they're this is, good. This is a lot of stuff, Brad. You've given yeah. me a poem. It's lovely. It's a little sweaty. Yeah. The paper seems a little wet like you've well, been sweating a lot i have and it that, in my underwear because uh, mm. i don't have any pockets in these gym shorts that explains uh, the color yeah and we're and we're P- that's a locket of hair too. Yeah. by and my I, by the way i, I, I took yeah. the locket of hair and i i stuffed it in the fold yeah of i the, can tell of the, of the, the the poem I can, that I, I can, that you wrote, I wrote I can, you. I can tell because it matches you. the bald spot on your head. There's a huge. It's a huge locket of hair, Brad. Yeah, it's I just huge. I took my my I, my dad's got his superintendent scissors. You know those yeah. old school metal black handled long like dagger like scissors that schools have. Yeah, he had that in his office, and you know it was it was. I just want to make sure that you got some of me. I, 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 wanted, I, I wanted to give you some of me. I got a lot. And this and the mixtape is great, and the stuffed animal. It looks eerily like me, though. It looks hand sewn. Did you sew this? Brad? Yeah, I got that out of a claw machine, and then I just kind of took my mom's sewing kit and added some stuff to it. Um, you know, uh, 
that time that you lost your hairbrush yeah. uh, after PE, uh-huh. uh, that was me. I kind of I needed some hair mm. uh, for the Tammy Bear because uh, you're my little Tammy Bear, oh. and when we're in in science class, I can feel your stare. Oh, okay. This necklace is really interesting. What sort of beads are these? Did you make this too? Are these teeth, Brad? Are these your teeth? Yeah. Brad? I'm kind of sentimental. I keep a lot of stuff. I have the shoebox that I feel is important to me. So, oh, my baby. Rock tumbler for uh, Christmas last year because uh, my dad gives me educational gifts because uh, he's a superintendent. Um, so I tumbled down my teeth into like those little uh, uh, gold pearls, uh, and then I made I made a necklace out of them, out of them for you because I just I just want to nibble on your neck. So if you if you put that necklace on, it'll be like me nibbling on my. Is that the, the, is oh, that hey. a phone? Are, are we by f- a phone booth? Where? That's the school bell, everybody. Time for school. <laughs> oh, I can't do an actual school. school bell, so that's what I did. Okay. Um, okay. Well, it's not a phone. I was a little bit confused, but I, I thought Tam, the Jetsons, thank, thank I thought you, the Jetsons I were you. on. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I'll talk to you later. Um, Bradley, Jamie. be cool. Bradley, uh, have you seen my black scissors? Yep. Uh, I can't find my black they're scissors. Up, in my, they're up. They're up in my room, Dad. Uh, they don't go into my dream box, though. They're ni- they're right next to it. Dear, leave Brad, leave Brad alone. He's exploring things. Yeah. <laughs> you want this dream box? He's studying. Uh, uh, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a teacher someday, Dad. Just just you wait. I'll be I'll be teaching stuff. Hopefully, I, I teach Tammy to love me. Cut to Tammy's house as she unpacks the poem and listens to the tape. Carney's biggest hits, hits 106. And now here's another love song by request from Brad. Heaven isn't too far away. So oh, I, 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 this I just want to, Tammy, Tammy, yeah, mom? Yeah, mom. Tammy, mom. What is that? What was just? What was just happening there? I don't. I don't have so, any. What's going so, on? So there's this kid at school. His name's Brad, and he. That's a nice he strong goes, name. No, mom. Look at what he's given me. Look at this box. This box, he gave this all to me in one moment. This isn't me collecting all of these things. So here, here's a poem he wrote me. Uh, Tammy, Tammy, if you were part of the WWE, you'd win a Slammy. Okay. Tammy, your eyes are like groovy. I would love to take you out to a movie. Oh, um, can you, I mean, that's, that's hard just to do start. here in Wood River. Yeah. I mean, it's a 10 page poem, mom. I want you to read it. It's 10 pages. Oh, I, you know, it's, I don't, you know, I don't like to read Tammy. You know, I, I don't have, I don't have time for that. I, I know I'm, that's not why dad married you, mom. Okay, um, well, I, I, but, uh, I, I, I tell you what, I will read a page. What else okay. is in the box? What's, what's well, there's going a on mixtape. There's a mixtape. Yes, uh, I heard that song. Well, that from was the radio. just the radio. That was oh, okay. yeah. Oh. I mean, he like calls the radio and dedicates songs to me. But well, that's so easy to in, do on Carney's Hits 106. They take all requests all the time. They need the request. Yeah, they know that. I prefer to listen to the classic rock that happens over the noon hour. Yes, I in fact lived in the Tri Cities of Nebraska for a while. Anyway, okay, Go great, on. mom. Um, um, and then here's a necklace he made out of his teeth. His I'm sorry, teeth, his what? Mom, his, his what teeth. Now? Like mom, his baby his it, teeth. Like his baby teeth? His teeth. 
teeth, mom. Like his baby teeth or is like, does he have teeth right now, Tammy? Is he like, is he gumming things or? Mom, you're not getting the, it. No, I, not, I'm getting it a lot. Uh, does he, does he, can I ask a question, Tammy? Does he attack animals? Does he do that? Does he uh, torture and kill animals for sport? Is he? Probably. Is this so? Okay. I mean, All like right, this, this is his hair. Mom, look at this. This is his hair. That is a this lot. Is, that it's is a, a lot. lot of hair. That's a rat tail's worth of hair. At least. Oh like my. a big rat. That like, is. Wow. Like that a big is, rat. Wow. And is this a scrunchie he made to collect it in? No, that's part of his hair. That's still oh, his oh, hair, Mom. Okay. Okay, so he's got some hygiene issues, too. That's amazing. All right, well, tell you what, he's not going to be the favorite opening act to Joe Rivers anytime soon. Look. He loves too hard and too fast, and he doesn't know when to stop. Mom, I don't know what to do. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I tell you what, I think I think I know what we need to do here. Okay. For his own good. Yeah. And possibly for the safety of our town. And uh-huh. for women who look like you later in life so they don't end up missing and dead on the highway somewhere from a serial sure. killer. Uh-huh. We got to break this. So okay. what I want you to do is yeah. invite invite this Brad. Okay. okay. Uh, invite uh, Darren. He's a nice young man. Oh, definitely invite that uh, that frost kid. Invite that, that? With the, yeah, with the big hands. Invite that? him over. Yeah, definitely invite Mom. him over too. Are you? I just want to see his hands. Don't and flirt then, with my. Okay, no, fine. Look, I just want to look. I I think he has the potential to be the most uh, well-paid person in the Nebraska state government at some point. So I just want to meet him and look at his hands. Look, uh, invite them all over. Maybe invite Tara too. I don't know. Invite them all over. And I will take care of everything. Okay. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. I'm going to call him on the rotary phone. Oh, that's good. Yeah. We just got away from the party line last year. Ring, ring. Ring, ring over uh, Brad's house. <laughs> hello? Um, hi, is this uh, Brad? Yeah, this is B Rad. Oh, hi, B Rad. I'm trying. I, I'm trying something. I'm trying something new. Deodorant is also something new that you should try. Um, what? He, um, Sorry, my 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 can't, my cheeseburger phone jiggled, and I oh, missed that last part. What? I was just saying, hey Brad, why don't you come over to my house? Wouldn't that be great? What? What? I, right now? Yeah, if you don't mind, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Are you sure, Mom? Yes, I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. Uh, what is that? Wait, is, is that knocking uh, I hear? Hey, Brad, I'm going to put you on hold on the phone. There's someone at my door. Hey, how's it going? I just got your, uh, you called and you said you wanted to see me. So I had my mom drive you over. Thanks, Mom. I love you. Brad, I'm still holding the phone. Okay. Um, hey. Yeah, come on in. Come on in, Brad. Thanks. I brought some some pretzels. Oh, um, they're wet. Why is everything you touch wet, Brad? (laughs) Tammy, Tammy, honey, I went ahead and called. uh, I went ahead and called the rest of your friends. They'll they'll be over shortly, sweetie. (laughs) Okay, thanks, Mom. (laughs) Hey, hey, Mrs. Tammy's mom. How's it going? My 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 name is uh, Ballbreaker. This I my name is Deborah Ballbreaker. It's German. Ballbreaker is how you oh. pronounce it in the old like breaker is Ballbreaker is how we anglicanized it. Anyway, you two kids uh you two kids just wait here and uh, I'm sure your friends will be Oh, there's probably oh, one there. That's really soon. Okay. Hey, what's up? Hey. Oh, look, Scott. it's uh, oh, hi, Scott. 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 Hey. Oh, hey. Uh, I'm uh, I'm, wor- I'm doing my workout that I do after I work out. Hi. Wow, look at you with you are He's, strong and uh, what's smart. What are you guys doing? What's going on? Wow, you could make it at Stanford. You know that? Oh boy. Uh, 
get hey. oh. oh more people awesome oh look here it's uh, it's darren oh hi hi mrs Ballbreaker. how's it going oh it's going good darren oh gosh i saw you in the concert last week you're so good oh thank you i'm i'm really thinking of making a career in computers though later on in life oh that's so great i hope you get into a good college i put a I put it on someday making $35 million over seven years to see how that pans out. I bet you can. Bo- hey, Boudreaux, did you, did you bring your Casio keyboard? Uh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, I carry it everywhere. You, you, Let me just get it out of my backpack. That, can you drop that tune, that we uh, that melody that we were working on earlier? Tammy, you're going to dig this. Uh, it, you know, know if, if you think about it, it could you do that, please? Tammy! I want to make you breakfast with Tammy! Oh, Tammy! I love you so much. I just want to wear Um... Brad, Brad, I'm sorry. The, the Casio ran out of batteries or something. Even though it's plugged in, I, it's not working anymore. I, I can't, I can't play anymore. Oh gosh, what was that? Was did somebody let there's, a cat in here or Tammy, something? The, there's, there's another uh, uh, 43 minutes uh, that I that we have. Uh, I haven't had a chance to record it yet because I haven't had my mom take me to uh, Kmart yet to get me some more Memorexes. Um, but that's that's coming. That's coming, baby. Tammy, Brad? Tammy, yeah. your friends are here. Here's Tara, and here's uh, okay, good. Sarah, want, and there's Melissa, want... and there's Rebecca, and there's Heather, and there's other names that we had back in the '80s. Okay, look, I'm glad everybody's here. Brad, I have something very it's, important. It's oh, B-Rad, B-Rad, please. B-Rad, is this B-Rad? the young man who wrote that poem? Is this the young man who wrote the poem with you... the eyes and the groovy in the movie? Is this the person who wrote that? This is you him, sh- Mom. You shared, that, you shared that with your mom? Oh, because um, the, eighth, the eighth page is really dirty. The eighth yeah. page is like... By the way, Brad... I, 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 watched, I watched a scrambled movie on Cinemax the other night, and it is... I really wish you wouldn't have shared that with your mom. I don't understand why you would want to touch my daughter's little man in a canoe with your shoe. I guess because it rhymes easier, but I want to let you know that based on the drawings on that page, that is not where he is. I hope you figure that out at some point. I know. I know where it is. Scotty what knows. Scotty knows. Tammy, your, Tam, Tammy, your middle name wouldn't by chance be Dolores. Because it would work really well uh, in something that I'm planning. Um, oh it actually goodness. is. How did you know, Brad? <laughs> Tammy Dolores Ballbreaker. That's my daughter. <laughs> Brad, awesome. you know what? Now that everybody's here, I, I, Brad, I know we're only 13, but. Yes, I will marry you. That's yes, exactly- I will marry you. Let's. I think we should consummate our marriage right here in front of everybody. What? I'm pregnant. I'm already pregnant. And you're the father. And I think we should get married right now. I called also a priest who's coming because we've got all these witnesses. And I think we should get married right here, right now. Because I don't want this child to come in without a mother and a father. Cut to five minutes later at the Stewart residence. Door opens quickly. Oh, hey, champ! What's going on? I just got I just got a girl pregnant and I'm married. Well, uh, honey, you want to move to Arapaho? Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Everybody, get in the car. So, as you can see, Brad, <laughs> it, it could have been worse. Could have been very worse. That was excellent. (laughs) Tammy later uh, lost her virginity to a young Mr. Frost. We're assuming, because why would he? Yeah. He had a he had a scholarship offer from Stanford. Brad, what did you have? Yeah. Do you have any kids, Brad? (laughs) Actually, uh, no, I have none. No kids. Uh, You could have. Could have. (laughs) 
Yeah. You could have had a dumb jock, and then you like made it Scott Ross. Mom is a mother. Scott was actually a really nice guy, and he actually had. I don't think I'd be surprised if he had sex in high school because he was so laser focused on his career. Yeah. He dated girls, but don't lie. Scott is a beast. He was a. Why that? Look, if if you tell me Scott Frost didn't have sex in high school, I'm going to tell you that is like buying a Lamborghini and keeping it in your fucking garage because it's just useless at that point. Why would you give all those gifts? He probably double wrapped it if he did. Yeah, no doubt. Come on, look. Look, he's a quarterback, not a a power forward or a point guard. Um, Look, these things... Yeah. Um, also, uh, remind me, guys, later to apologize to Darren Bedrill. Um, yeah. <laughs> you guys, let's be honest. I love your childlike and uh, naivete that any of these people are going to be listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> You're so sweet. So sweet. Uh, yeah, Brad, I should have pointed out, uh, I had to show my mom how to play this uh, just this last weekend. <laughs> That's how little people listen to this fucking show. <laughs> I had to literally preload it on my mom's iPad. Here you go, mom. Just play this while you're sleeping. I could use, the, I could use the plays. <laughs> no, we I got my we, shirt on Hunter Nation. Who knows? Uh, there you go. I also... Mm-hmm. I also would like to apologize to everyone who immediately was like, uh, it was called the WWF when Brad Stewart was 13. Uh, <laughs> what kind of historical inaccuracy so, are you bringing to this? people that listen to it that yeah. would be mad about yeah. that. Yeah, that, was, that, was my, that, was, that was my bad apology. Actually, I mean, it was terrible, but it was a WWF back then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, this is common knowledge. And and I want to uh, um, I want to uh, apologize to the Piccadilly Dinner Theater for not <laughs> mentioning them right. uh, during the retelling. Yeah, especially this, since uh, I went through all that. Look, I knew like I had it on the tip of my tongue, and I was like, I fucking know. I know that place because it closed in '98, and when I lived in Hastings, I know I've been there, and was like, oh, I fucking yeah. know that thing. I had to look it up. It was driving me crazy. I'm sorry. And yeah. I want to, and I want to give a big. You still have that saved? You still have that but saved? I saw the program saved in that little shoebox. Oh, nice. I love it. I love <laughs> so you it. have, so you have looked in that shoebox. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to give a big, uh, you're welcome to Warrant for doing a fine job of covering their song Heaven. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was very... I wish, Brad, I wish you were on Skype because uh, uh, I know I know it's more of a white snake thing, but the way Cullen let the wind blow through his hair and climbed on the uh, <laughs> and climbed on the furniture and acted sexy, yeah. I was like, wow. It was amazing. It's what yeah. I needed. Spread eagle and everything. I commit. I'm 100%. <laughs> well, Brad, uh, hopefully now uh, you know that, that what happened to you when you were 13 could have been a lot worse and and hopefully this releases this this pain you know i'm sure tammy is gonna hear this at some point and gonna be like oh my god did i miss out on having that sensitive stud uh put put one to two digits in me so that is i'm sorry that is so gross um, the worst part about it is of Just all the people, me. yeah, all the people on the podcast. I'm the one with children in middle school. I should be ashamed of my fucking self. So sorry about that. Yeah. Good God. All right. Well, it could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Brad Stewart, uh, every Sunday night at the Zoo Bar, the famous, world yep. famous Zoo Bar in Lincoln, Nebraska, Zoolarius. You Zoolarius. also you also do a show in Omaha. New stuff. Is that is that monthly? Yep, is that First, yeah, it's the first Saturday of the month. Uh, which the is backline downtown, yeah. A show that I used to do back when I lived in Omaha, and I loved, I loved every moment that I was on that. It's a great show, <laughs> filled with uh, with good, funny stuff. And Brad, of course, is just a, 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 the nicest guy in comedy. So, thank you so much for joining us. And, and yeah. yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks, Brad. Fun. Thank you. Thanks. All right, take care, guys. Eisenheimer's podcast. I got some feelings that I gotta jot down.